Welcome to Transition of Style, the podcast that explores the ways in which personal style and gender identity meet with host Phil, a.k.a. Curran. Transition of Style is produced by Fashion Consort with music provided by Sarah FM and is sponsored by QueerCut, a radically inclusive shopping platform and queer community. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to TOS Check-In. And if you haven't heard this before, TOS Check-In is our alternative format during the coronavirus pandemic. It's a format where we check in with members of the queer community. While most of us are under the lockdown, we check in just to see how everyone's doing, to see what they're up to and how they're staying sane. And today I have my fantastic guest, Liz Gold. Liz, what's going on, man? Hey, Phil. Hello, nice to my be friend. here. Thanks oh for God. having me. Of course. What a pleasure to have you on today. Listen, can you tell the TOS audience a little bit about you? Yeah, sure. So I live in Portland, Oregon currently. I run my own communications company called Rhino Girl Media, and I do a variety of different communications projects for individuals, creatives, companies what have you. And I am originally from Portland, Maine. Mm-hmm. I spent around nine years in New York and now I'm in Oregon. So, so you move from one Portland to another Portland. Yes. With Brooklyn in between. People love that. They're like, Oh, that's so cute. That you it's did sandwiched. That. It's sandwiched. <laughs> exactly. The Portland's and the meat exactly. inside is New York. Actually exactly. very apt. Very. I love yeah. that. <laughs> yes. I love it. So what are you doing during this pandemic to stay sane? Yeah. So the pandemic, wow. I mean, how dramatically have our lives changed? I mean, actually for me, my life hasn't changed too much because I've been self-employed for about 10 years and I have a home office. So I've been working from home. So that sort of hasn't really changed for me. I mean, I, I guess what has is that because I work from home, like I really do need like social outlets. So um, at in the night time or in the evening, I would go to work out. Like I, would, I was doing CrossFit three times a week. And then I was doing, I'm on a paddling team here in Portland, a dragon boat team. And obviously that's canceled because we can't get out on the river. So yeah. that's been the biggest change is that you know, sort of my social outlet slash activity, physical activity is like shifted, you know, and of course, like my family lives on the East Coast. So I haven't been able to see them. Like I had to plan a trip to Florida to see my folks in April that got canceled. Well, some of it has been sort of similar, like, you know, day in, day out of working from home, like not having the social outlets has been a little bit of a challenge slash change. You know, I had another guest who also was used to working remotely and, you know, I wanted to find out like, so what is different about it? So it sounds like for you, it's just that you don't have that sort of uh, social component in the evening. Does it feel different day to day during the day just because like now everyone's doing this? Yeah, it just feels like everybody's online now, you know, and I feel like, which is, I think, good and bad, honestly, like I'm having my own, like, I don't want to be on social media, which as a communication slash marketing person is not so great. (laughs) I'm like, do I need to like have a career shift now? Is the pandemic telling me I need a career shift? I don't know. So it's just, it's sort of like, I was going to have a couple of contracts go through and then they got canceled when the pandemic happened, you know, so it was sort of like, okay, now I I feel like I have sort of more expansive space. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's sort of like the pressure that I had before to sort of figure everything out about my company and like where I want to take it and sort of like 
my podcast, which we'll, we can talk about. Like it's sort of like ceased to now it's like, okay, like lower the expectations, no pressure. I'm working from home. So is everybody else, but the world has sort of stopped in this way. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I completely understand that. So what do you miss about life before quarantining? Well, I, I mean, I definitely miss like going out. <laughs> I mean, yes. I, I'm not a big like hang out at the bar slash club person anymore, but I definitely miss like going out to restaurants and I miss seeing my friends and I miss seeing my family and just sort of that, you know, the freedom to just go out whenever you want to go out, like going into stores and shopping. And, you know, and of course I miss like the gym and I miss going out on the water, paddling and whatnot. So, I mean, those things... I do miss quite a bit. And, but at the same time, like I'm also an introvert. So this time, this sort of like forced solitude time, like with physical distancing has been also kind of restorative for me too. What is the queer community like out in Portland, Oregon? Hmm. That's a great question. (laughs) I mean, I'm just curious. I don't know anything about it. I mean, I think it's like, you know, there's queer dance parties. There's quite a few of those. There's, I think there's like, the LGBT community. And then there's like the queer community, you know, I think there's, there's sometimes there is an overlap there, but I think there's also a difference. It's pretty vibrant. I mean, there's a lot of queers here, a lot of queer farmers, a lot of queer, everybody's green. Everybody is just into food. I mean, I can't say everybody. There's a lot of queer farmers, I feel like. And there's a lot of like, it's earthy out here. There's a lot of, (laughs) there's a lot of like, it's a little different than I think, Brooklyn. I kind of miss Brooklyn because I feel like there was like a very close knit uh, queer community. I think that's here too, but I feel like in general, queers sometimes they find each other. We find each other. I'd love to know more. I mean, we don't have to talk about this now, but I'd love to know more about that, that difference you mentioned between the LGBTQ community, the LGBT community and the queer community in Portland. So that sounds like something I'd like to delve into <laughs> with you at some other time. We'll, we'll get sure. into that later. We'll get sure, into yes. that. Okay. Uh, but, but in the meantime, what are you doing to stay connected at this time? How do you stay connected? And what would you suggest for others who need to stay connected right now? It's been a lot of FaceTime. It's been a lot of texting. It's been a lot of emailing, a lot of calls. I mean, it's one thing that has been great is that I've been able to like really reconnect with people that I haven't necessarily talk to on the phone. I've never really been a big phone person, but I don't mind spending an hour, an hour and a half, two hours on the phone talking to people because it's like, you know, that connection is important. I mean, I think it honestly, it depends on you and your capacity and your interest level. I mean, some people are super into social media and constantly on it. And obviously that's a way to stay connected. Other people are like, nope, not going to do it. Not getting on a Zoom call. Like I had a client who was like, yeah, I'm not getting on a Zoom call. Like, like okay. flat out no. <laughs> he flat was out like, no. no, like we're just gonna we can use Zoom, but we're doing audio. I'm not doing video. I'm not doing you know, I was like, okay, that's fine. Great. Whatever works for you is what I suggest. And I think like it's easy to get burned out. Like Zoom fatigue is like a new phrase. And oh I think that's gosh. real. I was just about to say that. That's a real thing happening right <laughs> I now. I was on Zoom the other day for six hours. I was like, I had Zoom fatigue. I actually slept. Oh my God. In the next day, which is not something I do. I, I it, it knocked me out. Six hours. That is Six intense. Six hours. I was wiped out. Yeah. It was yeah. so intense. Zoom yeah. fatigue is going to become a thing now. It's like a thing. 
it's, it is hard to be online that long. And like, and then you have to negotiate because one person's talking and it's like, then you figure out like when to jump in. And it's like, you don't want to talk over people. It's like, and then also just like your body next to the screen. It's like, Ooh, you know, like, what is this giving off? Like it's too much. I think personally. Yeah, no, I completely understand it. And I think people are definitely uh, experiencing it. I have friends who like, it's their birthday and they're like, please no Zoom call. <laughs> like, please no Zoom call. Yeah, I just no, don't want to do it. And I'm like, my gift to you is no Zoom call. <laughs> Happy That's birthday. That's a gift, right, yeah. <laughs> it's like what, I mean, but I, I get it. It's just like, it's so much, it's so much. And I still can't understand why it's so exhausting, but it yeah. is, you Yeah, know? I still can't really figure out why, pinpoint why it is so terribly exhausting but it really is uh, anyway all right so moving on what is the quarantine wear these days although like again you're used to working from home but like yeah. has anything changed are you in the comfort mode where you're like the flannels all day long or yeah like, basically I mean, here's the thing definitely my style has morphed over time but it's like you know I, I do get dressed I feel like getting dressed is an important thing as a self-employed person yeah. but it's basically like the best way I can describe my style is kind of like rock and roll slash New York Jewish glamour you know like <laughs> on the high end okay Great. it's like it's a, like a lot of like <laughs> thick black <laughs> eyeliner wild hair vintage t-shirts flannel you know like dress it like little cotton spandex dresses and like spike boots like that's what it has like leggings you know spike boots. that's that's basically and then I have like an inner tube vest what I call an inner tube vest that I walk my dog with because it has like deep pockets and I can have like my phone and my keys and all her purse <laughs> stuff on there so like that's basically my uniform I feel like and that might morph like hopefully once the quarantine is over and I can actually go shopping and like yeah. buy some new things like I, I, I plan to upgrade, but it will probably still be a more fancy version of that. So really, okay. So what, what's the upgrade going to look like? Why upgrade? Is there nece- is it necessary? Like you know, it sounds like it works, works for you. <laughs> it does work for me, but sometimes you just need some new things. Like I was like looking through my stuff, and I'm like, I'm so sick of this stuff. Like I need like you know, if I'm going to still wear flannel, I need a new flannel. Like if I'm going to wear vintage t-shirts, I need yeah. new vintage t-shirts. You know, yes, like I totally get that. So it's sort of just like adding some new things into the mix. We which is what I would be doing this time of year anyways, as we move into this summer. But right. since I can't go to my favorite spots around town, it's like, I don't really want to buy online currently. It's not right. one of my favorite things to do. So I'm kind of waiting it out. Okay. That, that makes sense. <laughs> I would love to like move on and talk a little bit about your, your podcast. Yeah. So you have a podcast called Conversations with Liz Gull. Tell me yeah. about your podcast. So the podcast, I launched it at the end of February, and it's basically telling stories about strength, courage, and getting through, or aka resiliency. Mm-hmm. And I was just sort of interested in that topic. I knew I wanted to do a podcast. That topic came to me. So I launched it, and then two weeks later, we're like hitting the pandemic. And I was like, oh, okay. So let's like think about this. It sort of worked out, honestly. I've done 13 episodes, and mm-hmm. I didn't really set out to do like a socio-political podcast, but that's sort of like what it's turned into. And we're talking about a variety of topics. Most of my guests are queer. They're not all queer. Mm-hmm. But it's been everything from like being in a float tank and learning about what that is and what that entails. And then to being betrayed in business, to astrology, to one of my guests is a trans Latinx woman Mm -hmm. who works 
stealth in corporate America. And she was talking to me about her experience. It's really all over the map. Like the last episode I did was, was with a somatic practitioner. And we talked about healing from trauma and getting into your body and how disassociation is actually a very strategic form of coping and resilience, which actually blew my mind. So it's like really getting sort of underneath the surface and talking about some of the broader issues regarding this pandemic and also some just everyday issues that people are dealing with. I'm curious, can you tell me why that topic? What was it about that topic? I think it was my own life process in the last few years. I mean, I've been sort of going back and forth from the East Coast to the West Coast. I went through a big breakup two years ago with Mm -hmm. my partner of like eight years. And I was just like trying to figure out sort of where I wanted to go next. And I just started thinking about like, how do people move through their struggle? Like how do people move through the things that are really challenging to them? And because I know that everybody is dealing with something, right? And one of my guests even said that, like everybody is dealing with something. Who knows what it is, but everybody's got their thing, right? And so I was like really curious to explore that and to talk about different things that are challenging for people. I mean, one of the episodes that I did was I have a port wine stain birthmark on my face and also on my legs. And I met this woman who also has a port wine stain birthmark and she was gracious enough to come on. And we talked about what it was like to grow up with like a facial difference, you know, Mm -hmm. and how do you navigate that? I'm just always really curious of the backstory. And that might be like my journalist slash reporter roots, like learning about sort of behind the scenes, what people don't necessarily show the backstory. And I I intentionally kept it broad because I think like courage, strength, and resiliency can be defined and interpreted in so many ways. It's been really cool. I've been very impressed with the vulnerability and the openness of my guests. They have to feel comfortable with you, right? They feel obviously feel comfortable. You're you're creating a space so that they can share these stories, and it's also wonderful. I want to point out that your own journey led you to wanting to create a platform for this topic. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we don't really connect with the fact that we've gone through some very painful experiences. We've lived some part of our lives that was very difficult for us, and out of it becomes these amazing gifts that we can give back. Being on a platform like this means that people are listening to it and they are sometimes resonating with the story. You know, not always, but, mm-hmm. you know, on occasion. And, and if you're lucky, they resonate with the story and it helps them. Your painful experience leading you to do that is creating knowledge of resiliency in someone else. So that's fantastic that you're doing that. Yeah, thank you. You're yeah, it's welcome. been really enjoyable. It's been sort of a lifeline, actually, throughout this whole pandemic. It's been very structured. And so that has actually helped me to keep it going. Yeah. And let me ask you, if you, if the pandemic weren't happening, would you be meeting these guests in person? Probably not because they're all over the country. I've been just doing it through Zoom. I mean, it's very DIY. I would love to meet people in person. Like, I guess if they were in Portland or if I was traveling someplace and, you know, could meet up with somebody in person, I definitely would do that. I would have to figure out the technology behind that. But, you know, but for the most part, I've just been doing it via Zoom because it's pretty easy and straightforward. And 
I need very easy when it comes to tech. (laughs) (laughs) Fair fair enough. I I totally hear that. It's nice that we can do things in this way where you're right. You're not now limited to where your guests live or where you are. You can talk to anyone anywhere in the world and have them do this podcast that way. So, I mean, that's, that's the good part about that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been enjoying that. Yeah, I also love an in-person interview as well because it feels a little different. There's there's something a little more personal about it and I can get like, I can start to feel the emotion of, of a person sometimes. Yeah. But you know, this is just as good. And we switched our format to do over Zoom while the pandemic was happening and it's been working out great. And I've been able to speak to a lot of wonderful people like yourself. Well, I would love to hear more about how you uh, were doing it in person. I mean, we can talk offline about that because that, sure. that's like a studio kind of production. Well, it's <laughs> not as much to it as you might think. So, yeah, yeah I'm happy yeah. to tell you about, yeah. more about that. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing and it's fun. And I hope that, you know, once we're back to normal that you, you think about doing both, you know, maybe doing yeah. another, one or the other. But it's an interesting process. So my last question for you are, what are the three things you can't live without during quarantine? Well, I mean, I, I guess I would have to say technology, like my laptop and my iPhone. I, I, you know, I'm sorry to say that's the truth. Although I, I, I am kind of like, can I just go to the beach somewhere and like <laughs> totally unplug from everything? Um, so those would be the two things. And then the other thing, I mean, I'm lucky enough to live in a house, which is like amazing. And I have a backyard. I feel like I'm very privileged to have that. I would have to say that like my backyard and having a pretty spacious living space currently has mm-hmm. been like really amazing because I'm not sure how I would do if I was in a small apartment. Totally understand it. And for those of us here in New York, we understand that. I know. (laughs) It's nice to have a backyard. It really is. Uh, But, you know, I I completely get that. Uh, Question, where can people find the podcast? Where can they find you? Do you want to like sort of plug where you can be found online? Yeah, sure. I am on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at at Liz Stacy Gold, it's L I Z Stacy S T A C Y Gold, or you can follow Rhino Girl Media at Rhino Girl Media underscore, and you can check out my website rhinogirlmedia.com. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm on Facebook, Liz Gold, or and also Rhino Girl Media on Facebook as well. So all, all of the things, place. all of yes. the platforms. Yes, and also the podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Yeah. Yeah. So, so conversations with Liz Gold. So anywhere you. you listen to podcasts, basically you can find the podcast. Please go there, subscribe, rate it, give Liz some love. Like check out these stories. These are great stories that you are you're posting right now. Thank you so much, Phil. I appreciate oh, it. My pleasure. It has been wonderful speaking with you. Please do stay safe and healthy out in Portland. And I hope that once this is all over, if you're back in the East Coast, we can grab a coffee or a drink or something. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd love that. Fantastic. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Transition of Style. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us on our show page at transitionofstyle.com for more information and follow us to share in the conversation on Instagram at transitionofstyle. 